Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson at the West Wolf Pod, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, the Memphis Grizzlies come into town, beat the Clippers 105-101. to It was not a fun game to watch. Once again, things fell apart for the Clippers. We're going to talk about why right here on the West Wolf Podcast. But first, I have to ask you. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio, Public Castbox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Also, I have on listener support. So if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link on the landing page on listener support for only 99 cents. So you can support the podcast for less than a dollar. Now let's get into this game. Guys, there's a lot I would like to say about this Clippers versus Grizzlies basketball game. But I think I just want to start off. I do think that Tyloo had trouble coaching this particular basketball game. But in particular, I think it was great that Russell Westbrook is the ultimate professional Pointed to himself to verify James Harden's coming in for him. And he just ran to the sideline. He's not supposed to like not being able to close for this team. But he didn't make any arguments. He didn't make a fuss. He was the professional of professionals and just went to the bench. But here's my thing from a player standpoint. And these are grown men. But it doesn't really matter. Can you imagine doing everything right? That is asked of you as a leader. Setting the tone, playing with pace, getting your crowd involved, getting your teammates hype, feeding good shooters, doing all of these things, rebounding. And because of your shooting percentage, you get taken off the floor when you are a plus 13 in the quarter alone. Russell Westbrook got into the game in the fourth quarter down 11 points. They were up by two towards the end of the fourth quarter. Do you understand that that just doesn't make any sense? Russell Westbrook and Paul George were a big reason why they were coming back. Paul George doing everything he needed to do from a scoring standpoint. Guys, Russell Westbrook's defensive rating in this particular game was 92.1. It was the best defensive rating in all of the team. For In fact, it was the best defensive rating in the entire game. The closest one to him was Terrence Mann at 94.3. 94.3. Russell Westbrook's defensive rating was 92.1. The reason they were coming back wasn't just because Paul George was raining threes. And get into the rim and hitting his midi. Paul George was amazing. I'm not selling that short. But the reason why they were able to make headway and come back down 11 in this quarter was because of how great the defense was. That's the truth. And Russell Westbrook and Terrence Mann were a big part of that. Russell Westbrook being the best of all of them. Guys, Russell Westbrook led the team in rebounds. He had nine rebounds. I just, 
I, I don't understand, guys. I I just felt like I, I just felt like Ty Lue, he overcoached this game. It di- it just didn't have to be what it was. It didn't have to be what it was. Russell Westbrook offensive rating in just the fourth quarter alone, by the way, was 142.1. Paul George was 143. His defensive rating was 100. He was a plus 42.1 net rating in the fourth quarter. Paul George a plus 35.1 in the fourth quarter. I don't understand, guys. He did everything right. Yet he got sent to the bench in the final two and a half minutes. But put back in there for one defensive possession. In which case they took way too long to foul. Which is also coaching because he had just had a timeout. I don't know why they waited all the way down the six seconds. If you didn't get the steal right away, you needed to foul. Because you knew if they made both free throws, you were going to be down four. You have to play the foul game again. But no, they didn't do that either. I don't understand. I don't. And guys, I want to be the first to say it. As far as from, I, I want to say it. I said that the Clippers need to get a four first. You guys remember, my first choice was Jeremy Grant, but he's not available to January 15th. People make that point. Fair enough. They didn't want to wait January 15th. But... We made this trade, and I was fine with James Harden. I was like, well, if we can't get JG or a good four, that's fine, because then you can slide Kawhi to the four, right? I thought I thought that that should work, because Batum and Morris weren't, weren't great at the four spot. Boy, was I wrong. So far, I was wrong. It does not, it does, it does not look good. It's messing up the flow of the offense. They're playing much slower. They were really good at the beginning of the season because they were playing so fast. And so I really think that the Clippers got to find a way back to playing fast. So seeing that lineup with Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Terrence Mann, Powell, things like that, it was a lot of fun. Um, And it, it was reminiscent of what they were prior to the James Harden trade. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say James Harden's a bad basketball player. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not going to work at all. I'm saying right to this point, I was wrong about that second choice. They're playing too slow. The defense suffers. James Harden's defensive rating in the fourth quarter was 140. 140. The only person who was worse was Zubak. His was 200. And when they're on the floor at the same time, it doesn't look good. So, I don't know, guys. I Russell Westbrook should have closed this game. And I, honestly, I don't care what anyone says. I think it gave them the best chance at winning. Russell Westbrook was in control of this basketball game for every second he was on the floor for the most part. He just was mainly on the floor in the second and fourth quarters. You know, if we look at the second quarter, when Paul George and Russell Westbrook also cooked. Russell Westbrook's defensive rating was 55. His offensive rating was 109.5. With a net rating of 54.5 in that quarter. Guys. <laughs> I just. 
the second and fourth quarters were positive. We just went away from it. Ty Lue's got to find a way to have his best lineup on the floor when the game is closing and at the end of the second quarter. Taking Russell Westbrook out at eight minutes on the clock in the first quarter to make him play 12 straight minutes in the fourth in order to close, is that's not on Russell Westbrook. That's on Ty Lue. You're taking him off with 10 minutes after 10 minutes of play because he's tired. you got to figure something else out. This trio was the best trio in the NBA. That starting lineup was the only starting lineup who was top five in offensive rating and top five in defensive rating. That included Russell Westbrook. You got to find a way to make sure that squad is on the floor to close these games. He was tired isn't an excuse. Even, even for spacing. What? You were down 11. You were up two. The hell are you even talking about? We get so wrapped up in three-point percentage that we forget that there's so much more to basketball. Wilson Westbrook started off this game with five quick points. But he comes out at the eight-minute mark. He'll come back into almost the second quarter. He'd been sitting for nine minutes, or which really is about, what, 20, 25 minutes in game time. He comes back, he's out of the rhythm, and we're complaining about his shooting. Look, man, I'm not giving that excuse to Russell Westbrook. He needs to hit the wide open once he needs to finish a three. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, some players are rhythm players. We all know Russell Westbrook is. If he, the second and fourth quarters were so glaringly great. And the first and fourth, at the end of the fourth, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's bad, man. I don't understand. To do everything right. And then get benched. Because you're not shooting the best. When James Harden and Russell Westbrook basically end up shooting the same. And I get the whole gravity talk. Look, I understand. You were down 11. And then you were up to. With Russell Westbrook on the floor. Excuse me. So. I, that's that's how I feel. I thought it was poor coaching to pull him. I thought it was poor coaching for them not to foul right away. They waited way too long to foul at the end of the game. I thought there were some poor lineup changes. I don't know. And and then, to me, the fix to be James Harden needs to be more selfish. I, I don't really know why Tyloo said that. I, I won't pretend to even... Hey, look, he probably knows more basketball than I than than I do. Like, not probably. He absolutely does. NBA coach, NBA player. I'm not trying to act like he don't know what he's talking about, but that one I don't understand. I don't know how James Harden being more selfish is going to help the team. That just slows them down even more. You can't make the comment about James Harden to be more selfish, which his game is very slow and a lot of dribbling, and then in the next breath say they're not running fast enough. They're not playing fast enough. That. Those are two contradictory statements by Ty Lue. This iteration of the Clippers plays better at a fast pace. The point guard that gives them the ability to do that is Russell Westbrook. Play them. Play them. Because those numbers in the second and fourth quarter that I just read to you shows you 
that although Covington is not here anymore, they can still get to that level with the right lineup on the floor. The problem is it hasn't been when it's mattered most since the James Harden trade. I thought it would be okay. I was, look, I had it wrong. I didn't realize it was going to slow down. So I should have because he's not a fast player. Slow down so much. And then Kawhi is so forgotten about for long stretches of time that I'm, my mind is blown. It's, it's, I don't understand, man. Kawhi Leonard is undoubtedly the number one option. Then Paul George. That's just, those two need to, that's how it should be. Just make the argument at times it could be Paul George, I guess. Sometimes he's just on fire. This wasn't good, guys. I'm sick of watching this. Uh, the effort defensively sometimes is just devoid of any effort. Sometimes they're selling too much for jumpers. I mean, dying on screens is bad. It's bad. Guys, they lost to the 1-8 Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies are now 2-8. and eight. That is freaking egregious. Come on, man. In your new City Edition uniforms, you got, you got beat by the Memphis Grizzlies with no job, no Steven Adams, nothing. Like, come on. What are we doing here? I'm already sick of talking about this game. It's just bad. It's terrible. Then they got Denver on Tuesday night. What I think I got that right. So they got to go and play the Denver Nuggets. We'll see how that goes. Um, right now, we can't even beat the Memphis Grizzlies. So I don't know how I'm supposed to believe that at 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific, that we're about to beat the Nuggets in Denver. And there's no way I believe that. I mean, after that, we got the Rockets. They 6-3. They just, they beating down everybody. Okay, we got Wimby and the Spurs twice in a row after that, I believe. Now, they're 3-7, but, you know, Wimby's there. Then we got the Pelicans, the Mavericks again, the Nuggets again, the Kings, Warriors. I'm supposed to believe they're going to beat all of these teams, and they just lost to the, to the Memphis Grizzlies with four superstars on the court. Guys, I look. <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but everyone keeps talking about sacrifice, and I know I know a lot of people are trying to talk about Russell Westbrook. Um, look, man, Russ has played well for the most part. I mean, 5 of 13 from the field isn't great, but he had nine rebounds, five assists, three steals. I don't know, man. He was one of four for three, but Harden was one of seven. Harden shot worse in this particular game. And that's the thing is, man, I'm done talking about this. Look, the four of them got to figure it out. Or... And something needs to happen. Let's talk about so to get away from this subject. 
the Clippers cannot stand packed. They have to make a move now for a four or five. They need a power forward or a center. They can't keep playing like this. All right? My goodness, I wish we didn't have to give up Robert Covington. But they can't, they cannot keep doing this, what they're doing now. Another move needs to happen yesterday. Fans, we're sick of seeing this. We won't keep watching this. Must make me want to rip my eyeballs out. I'm done talking about this game. Right here is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Guys, if you have not, I would like to ask you to please leave me a five-star review. That'll help me push my podcast out there even more. Uh, and I would really, really appreciate that. Guys, Denver Nuggets, Tuesday, 9 Central, 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Clippers, Nuggets. Next up, hoping for a win. But like I said, guys, they've got to make me a believer. Guys, also, if you haven't hit that subscribe button, please, please do so. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And as always, until next time.